Leash Today Talking Sport podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Okay, hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today uh, Talking Sport podcast. It's Torres Eves and as myself and Alan are recording, the Hurling, Leash Hurling Championship is underway. Now we're a strict 35-minute deadline and we're going to, we're, we're, we're blowing the final whistle at 35 minutes um, and we're, we're out of here. So uh, we're going to start, Hur- Senior Hurling Championship started, uh, Alan was at Camros and the Harps in Amore Park, 321 to 314 for, for the Harps, or for Camros. Um, Cameras won 321 to 314, match making that more complicated than he needed to. Alan, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, very good game uh, to watch. Like it was, it wasn't like it wasn't fierce, you know, championship because obviously it's an opening round of a group and um, there's nothing really at stake. Like, yeah, like a, a loss is not fatal to anybody, and it was scored that way. But it was a good open game, like the. Um, the first 10 minutes were dead level. It was four points each after 10 minutes. And then there was a 30-minute spell from the 10th minute to the 23rd minute where Amherst outscored the Harps by one ten to two points. And that was ultimately where the game was won because they built up an 11-point lead and um, they could never they could never reel them back in after that. Um, they, they tried and they got back to four points at the start of the second half but they could never bridge that gap that had been built up and that was ultimately where it was won they just they just got a run of scores the Harps did a couple of wides and cameras punished them every time and um, ultimately that, that was where it was won and like cameras I wouldn't say they were fantastic but they were better than they were in the league final where they were and I felt they were disappointing against Rattown Yard uh, for the Harps I think that um, after everything that's gone on management and haven't had a disappointing league. Uh, I think they'll take a good bit of heart from that. Um, they weren't, like, you know, they we never did, gave up. We didn't anything. chat about it on the podcast, but like the Harps had the high profile managerial appointment of the season by the Ollie Baker, former Clare Harlan legend, was their appointed manager at the start of the year. Um, they're bad in the league, they were missing a good few, everyone was missing lads during the league, but they were always down with a good few guys and wasn't working out and they parted the company, but the money last week, so like. Losing all your league matches, then losing your manager a week before the start of the championship is far from ideal. Um, but they've a, they've a decent crew of players. I, I didn't didn't think win tonight, uh, and I don't think they're above getting dragged into relegation bother again. That could well happen to them. Um, but you said they'll take something from the season. Like they really like the the put in place sort of like I think, think Dan Deeg and Noel Delaney. They were they were selectors with Ollie Baker, and they're they're sort of after you know sort of. A, in-house management team, Sean Conroy, all stalwarts at the club, and Alan Gilfile from Arlingford, who's involved with them, they're after sort of taking it over. So I think it's a case of like, just batting down the hatches. They have a good crop of players, young players coming up. I think they're a bit away from competing for honours, but they absolutely don't want to be relegated. And it's a case of survival by any means possible, I'm sure, for the Harps. Yeah. Um, well, I... I... To say that they're without hope anyway. Like, it, it, I mean, the next game with the way the group is set up now, um, like you would imagine that Alacala will beat Castletown, um, at the weekend, and that would mean the Castletown, the Harps would play one another in round two. And the outcome of that is likely to decide who's going to end up in the in the relegation, and that's a hard game to call. Like, that was a 
that was a cracking game last year when they played against one another. That's right, yeah. It was like I was at that it was something like four fifteen to one twenty three or something. Castletown won it. They got a couple of goals early on. Like it was in, like the Harps in the relegation final last year, which they won comprehensively against Abbey Leaks. But they there are two games that they had like the Castle Rosnellis bet them with a last minute goal and Castletown beat them, you know, that, that game four fifteen to one twenty three or whatever. Uh, so like wouldn't take have taken a whole lot for them to have won both of those games and been into a quarter final. Like that game against Castletown, regardless of when it is, even if Castletown were to shock Balakala, and then that would mean Balakala were playing the Harps the next time, the Bal- the Castletown Harps match would still be crucial in the last round because it would probably come down to head to head if the Harps were to win, and the Harps would have the head to head on 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 camera on 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 Castletown. So no matter what way you look at it, that game against Castletown is going to define their season. That'll win that yeah. and they'll stay up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cameras, anyway, like, so anyway, men of the match. Cameras. Well, before we even go there, the, the game started tonight without two big players for both teams. Dan Keenan uh, wasn't fit to play. He he got hurt in the league final early on and, and didn't start. And Kieran Comfort wasn't there at all. Um, he wasn't on the bench. Nor, nor he obviously didn't. He didn't. He was down to start. But Aaron Grady came in and replaced him. So both teams were down like two of their main men. Now I'd say. Kieran Comerford's loss is probably greater than Zane Keenan's in the statement. overall scheme. Well, it's like for the both teams and where they are, like I think Cameras are capable of replacing Zane Keenan oh, easier yeah, okay. than, than than the Harps are Kieran Comerford. Like so, um, in, in that sense, like and that's, and so I don't know where he was. I don't know what happened to him, but um, they'd be hopefully getting him back the next day. But like, yeah, the, as I said, the game that's where it got away, but. Cameras like man of the match there was plenty of good performances both sides. Like James Logan scored two three for the Harps, um, and he had a great old battle with Joe Phelan, but he, he won it like and he got he got the two three. Lane got five. Joe, Joe Phelan is not easy to get the better of. No, Lane got five points from centre back, three monster frees and two monster scores, uh, and he was really good. Like he was on Mossy keys and held them scoreless. And Mossy was taken off after forty minutes, like which is a fair feat because yeah, because he he'd been he'd been going really well. So it's good to see Podge back. Like he got a terrible injury that day against I Dublin. Right? I, th- I think you could yeah. drop Podge Delaney into that Limerick half back line for the All Ireland final on, on Sunday and he'd hold his own. Yeah, he's brilliant. No, he's he's brilliant. brilliant. Like like yeah. he like himself and Mossy T's playing that Carlo IT Cup team and like he was on the Fiskibbon Cup team of the year, which is essentially all the best young players in the country under about the age of twenty five. And uh yeah, no a class act. Um, man, the match anyway. No, really, are cameras? Really so, do we give them a sniff of a championship? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I, I'd be. They, they could obviously go on a bit of a run. You don't know what. I don't know. I, I think. I, no, I don't think. I don't think they're close enough to to bridge the gap that's there between Balakala. And even Boris Cotton are are at Downey are like I don't think they're they're there. They're, they seem to be going a bit better than they have in previous years. But it's, it's and introduced a, a new, few new players like Dan Breen. I'd say that was his senior debut this evening at fullback. Like Ori Fee yeah. is uh, I see probably played last year, but he's only probably in his second year. Um, Mark Dowling here, two more goals for Mark Dowling in the Moor Park. We have to go back and do Amazing, the stats. We have to go back and do the stats over the last couple of years. How many goals Mark Dowling has got in the Moor Park? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, and the first goal was just uh, pure cleverness. Like, pinned the full back and then long ball in, and he just flicked it into the net. And the second goal was one of his trademark ones where he, he wins the ball inside and turns his man and buries it. Like, and 
you know, he's he's just he's class. He's when he gets in front of the goal, he's Garrod Burke, Garrod Burke playing wing forward. What's that about? Yeah, and scored two points. Yeah, did really well. Brilliant, brilliant hurler. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew Martin are the London Puckles down on top of him. Yeah, yeah, using him like because Kieran Collier didn't start. Like he he was on the bench. Um, came on, he came on for Monty Keith and had a massive impact. Scored a brilliant goal. Was involved in the second goal that Mark Devlin got. Um, you know, he 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 did make a big impact. Dave Morton was really good. Four points from play or five points from play even. Um, and Dan Delaney was steady enough in the breeze. Missed a couple, but he was steady enough. But no, man, of the match I went for Ori Feenan. He was um outstanding middle of the field. Four points from play. Won every ball literally that went his direction. Uh, was involved in one of the goals, set up numerous other points. Like as you say, he is the only young. He's only twenty twenty one. He's not much more than that. Um, but he's starting to mature and grow into a. Himself and Dwayne Palmer midfield. That's a good midfield partnership. I think those as first cousins. I think. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's my So cameras are up and running. Uh, flashpoint before the end, though, which which was. It came from nothing because there was there wasn't. I can honestly say there wasn't a dirty stroke in the entire game. And then from nowhere, um, with about five minutes, he was fifty-five minutes on the clock. Ball went down in front of the. It was actually in front of the cameras dugout. And Cody Comerford, uh, who's making his debut, scored a great point actually just moments before that. Uh, became involved and it was a, it was a flashy seemed to strike. And then, you know, there was a lot of people ran in. It's very hard to see what happened after that. And it took a long time to sort it out. Boris Dummer's referee, he called in Jamie MacDonald and Connie Dunn were the two linesmen. He called them in and it took a long, long time. It took a couple of minutes for them to, to kind of sort it out. But in the end, he gave a red card to Cody Comerford and a red card to, to Larkin Burke. Um, so they'll obviously, well, pending appeals, I suppose, will, will be... Uh, Will be suspended now for the next game. Yeah, like one, match, one, match, one match suspension. Yeah, lost for both teams because Cody was playing quite well in his debut. He, he's a good, very lively. Scored a savage point, probably the point of the game actually in the second half. He ran past three or four players, and I love that skill where uh, you you can't catch it for a third time, so you flick the ball onto the ground and you flick it back up into your hand again. He's done that and sidestep a lad. He was very good. He was uh, in twenties this year, and he was only eighteen. Like he's only first year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And Larkin Burke was a really like he didn't start the league final either, but he was very very physical presence on the half back line, won a lot of ball. So he'd be a loss for them too uh, for the next game. But and you might as well be running like, into like an oak tree, like oh, running into him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, uh, what was it going to say? The Harps, I, you never think the Harps are like troublesome or anything, but they're involved in a fair few sort of flashpoints and malaise. Like, weren't yeah. they in the big one against Balakalan last year as well? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. So, was, I anyway, don't know. So we'll, 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 we're, 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 we're saying, keeping an eye on the time. Um, uh, I was asked, so that's cameras, so London cameras, hard look to the Harps. We'll, uh, so, this show is a bit like we're, we're doing a review show and we're doing a preview of the in Ordinary Intermediate and the Premier Intermediate. And like we had Arian Delaney on with us during the week and he's breaking all sorts of listenership records on our podcast. Um, Arian went down very well. But like the World Cup, like, you know, um, Arian, Arian is like having Johnny Giles and Eamon Dunphy and Liam Brady in the studio alongside Bill O'Hurley. And, and those two plebs then are like, you know, maybe Peter Collins and... Uh, I don't know, someone else in, into Ghana and uh, Ghana and um, Ecuador or something in like a Duke G match. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we'll move on to um, uh, not Ghana and Ecuador, but Sleeve Bloom and Clunas Lee St. Manmans. 
fucking worn out writing out saying man man's in, in the report. Uh, like I have to write it out every time because the the blow gasket and I just called him Clunas Lee. Um but, uh, anyway, they they played the uh, Save Bloom in Mount Melick this evening. And and it was a good game. Clunas Lee won 115 to 17 points. It was actually a really enjoyable game. Um there was a tricky enough wind in it, would you believe? And like it was a nice evening, but the wind was tricky and it was like a, a lot a lot of freeze mist, which is something you don't associate like with intermediate hurling because it's generally nearly all freeze a lot of the time. Mm. Um, but like Clunasley hit 18 wides this evening and Sleeve Bloom hit 13. And Liam Senior missed a couple of frees. Tom Smith missed the free, well, at least one. He got, got most of his. And Ben Conroy missed the, missed the free or two in the second half. Um, it was a good game. Sleeve Bloom only had 17 players togged out. They're decimated numbers-wise. They too lost their manager a couple of weeks ago. Christy Dunphy was with them. Do have Donald Franks in a coaching capacity. And the great Ballish Canuck family just across the border in uh, in in uh, in Offaly is his, his the family um, going way off track now. His family used to own the shop outside the gates of Rossgrave where I went to school, uh, Monty's shop, and that was owned by the Franks family. And they all played uh, hurling for the Ballish Canuck club. Um, but they're good good coaches. Donald was with them. You could tell from the warm up now and the, the way, but they're a nice way about them. And I've never seen as much bandages though. The lads strapped up, and uh, but there are only seventeen lads togged out. And Tom Delaney. He was in one of your boots up until a couple of last week or something. So like he was togged out. I don't know. He was in no way to come on if they, if they need him. Like they brought him on some in the second half. But it's about 27 or 8 lads togged out. Um, but it's about, I was mentioned this with Arian during the week, like it's about quality. Um, and, and and Sleeve Bloom, they might have been smaller numbers, but they're, they're good hurlers on every line of the field. And Ben Conroy was probably the best player on the pitch. He's just, he's so fast. And Clancy handled them well enough. Kieran Conroy was excellent. Ross Holmes got three points from play uh, in the first half. Like, so, C. Bloom played with the wind in the first half and were eight points to two up after 20, 20 minutes. Ben Conroy had five points. Um, Ross Holmes had two. And uh, Jake Collins, he, he's a young lad, I think, in corner forward. He was very good. Mm. Um, eight points to two. And uh, just, they, were, they, were, they were good. Like Ben Conroy, like, there was a bit of intent about them. Like, they got a free and Ben Conroy blasted, went for goals from a free. Like, uh, and then the rebound came out and went for goal again. And James Young tapped it and went over the bar. Like, and he hit the post. I think he hit the crossbar on another occasion. Like, they, were, they, were, they were going for it. Like, but Clunasee fought back fairly well. They got five points in a row. I thought Paddy Highland was very good for them. And I'm giving him the, the Stephen Miller man of the match and the piece of water plus crystal glass that will go with it. Very good. He got two points when they really needed him. That's when they were six points down in the first half. But Steve Bloom came back. It got back to 8-7. And Steve Bloom came back and got the last four points of the first half, more or less in injury time. Uh, Kieran Conroy uh, was really to four at that point. He scored two great points from play himself. And he set up a third one for, for um, Ross Holmes, a lovely pass on the move that he got out in front of him. And uh, Holmes was able to slap it over the bar. And Jake Collins got a second. So it was 12 points to seven at half time to Steve Bloom. And uh, in a good position, but there was the wind. And Clunas Lee, they made two subs at half time. They brought on Fiona Owens and they brought on DJ Callahan. And they scored 1 6 in the, without reply in the first 13 minutes of the second half. So uh, Tom Smith took over, was on the freeze. Paddy Highland got another from play. Niall Corbett got two really good points from play, um, you know, the, one after another to, to draw them level uh, by the 10th minute of the second half. And then they got a penalty. Now, I think it was a little bit lucky Keane Conroy was fouled. Now, I think he had sort of... He had sort of made a big swipe at the shot and missed it, and then he was done for being fouled. A little bit, un, little bit unlucky on Steve Bloom's behalf to give away a penalty for, for that. And uh, Will Young, who 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 is the resident firefighter in Clunas Lee, he was on uh, 
he was on Ben Conroy tonight and he'll probably be on Greg Cullen's top forward next week in the football uh, he came up and absolutely rifled the penalty to the back of the net so that was 13 minutes in again Sleeve Bloom came back they got the next two points after that goal Ben, ben Shore scored a brilliant point from distance um, and Ben Conroy got a free so that was 113 to 14 and then uh, Sleeve Bloom had, had a man set, sent off so centre-back Martin Delaney a bit of a wildish pull or slap on, uh, on Tom Smith he was already on a yellow he got a red a bit of a melee broke out after that. There was uh, lads falling over and a few handbacks. And that was the second time that it broke out. The previous time, ah, it was off over the other sideline on the dug, the dugout sideline. There was no there was no one sent off, but but he got sent off. Um, but to be fair to, 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 to Steve Bloom, like, they, they got three points. At, they outscored uh, Clunasee after that three points to two. Got it back to one point going into injury time. And they had a half chance to, to, to make a draw of it. And you wouldn't have begrudged them a draw. But the mm. uh, the that was a chance for them in some ways. They play, they play. I think they play Ballyfin next, who they beat in last year's championship, or maybe it's Camros to play next. They play them in their next two group games anyway. Um, but like they probably will be fighting to stay up. But like it's fair play to them. They they're a small club. They've seventeen players. Like uh, you, you picked out Ke- uh, Kelvin Burke as the one to watch. He was very good. Fergal Burke was very good in the midfield. Midfield Ben Short half back line, and as I said, uh, Collins, the two Conroy brothers, and uh, Ross Holmes were all very good up front. Um, and 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 Gavin Conroy in goals like has an absolute weapon of a puck out like he was landing it on the twenty one in the first half. Um, so Clunasley would be happy that they won it. Um, the mid hard enough work of it. Said he's eighteen ways, but again, they had a lot of lads with bandages on them as well. Liam Senior, their captain, had a great big bandage on his leg. Keen Conroy had a big bandage on his leg. Um, they, they, they sort of they they have a lot to work on after that. Like the. They sort of played defensively to it in a sense. They brought Liam Senior back, um, and then they poked a lot of aimless ball up onto. Say, boom, had the extra man at the far end. But given Paddy Highland the man in the match for his four points from play, and the fact that he got points at important stages it was a hard decision. Most, most of the contenders were nearly on the Steve Bloom team, but I'm giving it to uh, giving it to to, to Paddy Highland. Um, that's it. We we'll look quickly at the the. Premier Intermediate and Intermediate games. We didn't get to do, and you know, we t- talked about the senior games with Arian during the week. Cameron and Ballyfin is on tomorrow night, and Abbey Leaks and Trummer is on tomorrow night. That's sort of a local derby, Abbey Leaks and Trummer. Cameron and Ballyfin. Ballyfin were in the final last year, and Cameron always have a decent competitive second team, and they're good in the first round. Like Ballyfin will be a bit sick that they're playing Cameron in the first game. Yeah, Cameron's lost um, Matthew Collier and Dan Breen uh, to the senior tonight. So they, they would have had. Both of those fellas say for the Division One B final um a couple of weeks ago, so they won't be available to them now, which which will weaken them. Uh, but they still have plenty of good. I think a few injuries, though. I think Bushy and Bennett might be carrying a bit of a knock. Who'll be very good at at that level. Yeah. So I'm not sure on the status of of Rob Tyrrell. You know, got a shoulder injury playing with Corfwood. Don't know if he's going to make it back either. He'd be a good operator at that level too. So. I think Balafin have a couple of injury problems as well, and if you read the way, like David Connolly's way, I don't think he's going to be back for this game. Um, might be back later in the year, but but don't think he's going to be around. So tricky one for Balafin um to start with, and I think one way or the other though, they'd probably fancy their chances against the two teams that you saw tonight. So yeah, um, even though Steve Bloom beat Balafin in last year's championship. Yeah, the, I remember. But it's just the numbers. Game, it's the- it's ben Conroy scored 16 points in that game and I would be stunned if he was allowed to score 16 points if yeah. he led them again now. It's, it's <laughs> just the numbers going against like uh, Steve Bloom like if they get a few more injuries or anything sure they're 
they're, they're Ben Conway Senior may nearly tug out like you know they're uh, <laughs> you know they're JP Campion Doctor JP like he hasn't played I don't think since he broke his leg that time when they won the Jew the intermediate a couple of years ago the great photos of him celebrating in more or less in the ambulance <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but I think the way I tug those lads out because they're they're a bit short on the line a bit light on numbers um. But uh, so that that, that was, yeah, camera asleep. Who would you be going for between or camera asleep? Valley Finn tomorrow night or Friday night? We'll be listening to us. Yeah, I still think Valley Finn will, will, okay, would have enough to beat them. Uh, yeah. better than last year's semi final, I'm nearly certain. Um, and Indeed. I, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think they just have too much for them, but. I think these early round games when the teams are close up are hard to call because very, very hard. They're, they're nearly they're, they're we were going on about the latter stages of the league hard to call. Early rounds of the championship are hard to call as well. The games are two weeks earlier, so that's around holidays. They're, Instagram is alive, yeah. lads all over the place. So I do think I believe some trumer. That's a, a sort of a local derby tomorrow evening. Um, I believe local Abbey derby. Yeah. Abbey leagues are the roaring red hot favourites for this grade. Like I think it would take a bubonic plague. For them not to win this grade, yeah, I think so as well. I can't see how I didn't like. I didn't think we relegated last year. I actually thought that they'd be trying to push up towards the the top four teams with the players that they that brought through. But I know young players in Ireland is different than young players in football, and it takes them even like I, you know, like you look at some lads that are brilliant minors, and then they go to play adults in Ireland. It doesn't seem to translate over as as easily as it does in football. Like you, you know, so I maybe with Abbey Leaks, it's just going to take that little bit of time, but they have an awful lot of talent there. Um, yeah, Trumber, they should have way too much for Trumber, they should have way too much for the majority of teams at this level. I do say, like, it's they're managed by Derek Dunn, who is the former, um, who managed Clannad last year, year before, and his former down Camogie manager, Clannad GM, and initially, they were originally the very stellar management team. Eamon Kelly, the former Leash hurling manager, is in with them as coach. And uh, yeah. then there a couple of clubs, Dalworths, uh, PJ Peacock, Tom Carroll and Conor Bergen are selectors. They are missing a few. Kieran Byrne is in America. His younger brother, Killian or Colin. Colin. Got a mix. Uh, going on with the season. Got there again. Got there again. <laughs> He'll be the one to watch. I think you have him as the one to watch. And you're very good at the ones yeah. to watch, I must say. You're very good at picking those ones out. Kieran Byrne is in America. Big Liam Blaney is injured. Rory McAvoy is injured. Uh, Ushin Carroll and Mark Cahill are doubts for the first game. And of course, the, I believe a lot of few of them are playing football with Belly Rowan, so it is a mm. not a dual club, but a lot of dual players, which is fierce hardship. But um, yeah. Trumra looked a bit like Steve Bloom. Their numbers are incredibly tight. Um, they were going. They're under. They're managed by um, uh, Brendan Lowry from Camros. Uh, he he took over from Damian Walsh in the off season. Paddy Callahan is missing through injury. Paddy Callahan must be a good age now at this stage. Yeah. Um, good, good stalwart there for them. Yeah. Good stalwart. Um uh Chris Lynch is in America, he's on a J1 in America. He transferred to them from Port Leash, but he's he's gone for the, the, the couple of um the couple of rounds at the start anyway. Um Brock great Brock Lawler, Damian Lawler is is part of the management and Eamon Murphy. Um with Brendan Lowry, so plenty, plenty of local knowledge there. Like, there wouldn't be a whole lot about the Trummer lads they wouldn't know. You've mentioned Paddy Hosey on the football side of things, but Emo, um, is a bad knee. It could be a big loss for him, and haven't seen that much of him this year. But I believe he has been strapping him up, and a lot of that has been strapped up for the championship. That's, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, but you'd have to go with, you'd have to go with Happy Leaks in that one, and like, yeah, oh, gotcha. 
Yeah, Abbey League's like like Abbey League's true with Boris. Pender Olin might score two five or something. Like, you know, goals. I mean, like, yeah, like if a scoring threat when they're goalkeeper, you know, yeah. and like the yeah. uh, I know they're they're very they're very strong. Like they they drew with Boris Cotton last year. They, they, they like they have put it up to a lot of the senior teams, yeah. even the good senior teams at times. Um, and like so so definitely they should win that. The other Premier Intermediate game is right down Ireland Port Leash on on Saturday evening. Uh. Right down here, I'd say right down here. Really in that one, will they? Depends on who they lose. Them, See, but... Yeah, like I have the program here in front of me for for the the weekend, and um, there's there's Park Rafter, Owen Burke, Shane Dollard, uh, James Keegan are all down to start for right down here. Now, Ross King isn't, so you know maybe I presume he's going to come in for somebody, but all the other lads may be lost, uh, which would certainly weaken their their second team considerably. So yeah. um, yeah, Port Leash. Port Leash aren't great though. That's their problem. Like, and they're, they're, yeah, they're never at full strength. No, I I do think they've. I think they're they're they've a good manager this year, a really good manager this year. Um, and they have a couple of, a couple of That's good the, young lads coming into the team. Like that, that the fellow who we picked out for the once watch, James Conroy. Like he's he's a serious serious talent. Like he's he's a very good rugby player. Yeah. Predominant people, he's a, he's a savage hurler as well. Um, he he will make an impact for them. Kieran McAvoy back with them. Um, Frank Frank Flanagan, yeah. Keen Taylor, is he injured yeah. or is he? But I'm is do we hear do we hear that um the good free taker Bergen Aaron Bergen is at serious trouble with concussion or something? Yeah, and I, and I don't think that um, Carl McGregney isn't he transferred he's in America. as well? He's in America, I think. So he transferred yeah. from America, yeah. But so, like, look, I would, yeah, Port Leash, Port Leash, like, sure, they were in the semi final last year, but they were badly beaten by Ballinakill that night. I know Ballinakill won it afterwards. They weren't great in last year's semi But I was just looking back at like the underage finals over the last few years. Like, what year did I see it was like that? Port Leash won an under 21. Port Leash won an under 21 back in 2015, which is seven years ago. Those had to be 27, 28. And were beaten in the minor final the same year. And we're in another under-21 final in 2014. But, like, that's, like, all those lads, that's, that's a succession of under-age teams seven, eight years ago. You know, there shouldn't, shouldn't be a big town. I know there's so much other, other things going on in that as well, but um, they're light years off the top teams, though. I oh, yeah. I was on the stage there around the turn of this first decade in the 2000s where they were in a, a load of finals or they, were well, close, yeah, they lost four finals like. in five years like yeah back yeah. to 2007 2011 they've lost they've lost serious leadership in the last couple of years in Car Healy and Tommy Fitzgerald having retired or transferred to London yeah. in, in Car's case so I suppose it is but it's disappointing like the Portage aren't stronger than they are but that's the reality like here we're talking about that great and we don't really even have them in the conversation to win it Maybe no, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe we're, yeah. maybe we're wrong on that. Anyway, so they, they play right down the Ireland Saturday. That's the Premier Intermediate grades. We're going for Abbey Leagues to win that competition. Relegation. Like I said, the second team is all dependent on who they lose. It's a hard competition to chat about because there's so many variables. Anyway, the ordinary level intermediate. Um, I'm going to Mount Melican Cole Shanahoe on Saturday evening. That'll be one for the purists. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. You've watched all the games in Moor Park this weekend and you're up in your ivory tower there in the box. And I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> on a concrete slab in Mount Millick, huh? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I'd gladly stop with you because the weather's going to be unreal and the weather's never unreal in the press box in the Moor Park. 
So I, 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 I gladly try places with you and sit in the concrete slab in 30 degrees, no problem. I mean, I put the sun cream on because I like I burn inside. I burn inside. <laughs> Mount Millick and Cold Shadow We obviously had Carter on. We were of the view that Mount Millick, obviously, like Mount Millick have lost a scene in this the third grade in leash. They've lost a senior inter-county player in Dunica Hartnett, who's gone up back up the road to where he's from, to Rose and Alice. Um, but he's a serious loss to, to, to Mount Millick. Um Damien Carter's manager. They did avoid the, the queen on a little bit of a high have an avoided relegation. And a couple of couple of people saying to me that the Mount Millick hurlers will go better than the Mount Millick footballers this year. No, that's not, not that's not really a competition. It shouldn't be a competition, but like more than one person has said that to me. Yeah, well, that could well be the case because I, I don't think many footballers are going to go that well. So um, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it might not be that hard to go better. Yeah. But um, yeah, that the ordinary intermediate grades like they obviously they last year coach on a whole. They should be I. I I know James Keyes is in America, but like when, by the time he gets back, you know the group stage will be over, and like Coach on a whole should definitely get out of the group. And like him on his own, nearly with the players that they have there, should be uh, enough to carry. Like the thing, Coach on a whole, a funny one. Nobody, we haven't got a good. They haven't. They haven't got a good run at it at all. But they have pulled a couple of decent performances at various stages. Like two years ago, they absolutely hammered Mount Rath to stay up in this division. Last year mm. they played really well in the relegation final against Sleeve Bloom and were bet at the you know they to play yes. at least yeah. okay they lost but they, they put up a really good show and they, they were unlucky yeah um it's like it's, there, there's a good way to win and that was a, or a good way to lose if you know mm. what I mean and, and that was that regard. like they'll definitely get out of the group again they take a bubonic plague for them to, not to get out of a group but treat, this grade now this grade was fine perfectly fine they used to let two teams <laughs> out of it. And then some smart aleck thought, oh no, we've still three teams out of this. Or geez, what do we be letting two teams out? No, three teams have to come out of this. Um, and I'm not sure whether you listen to Arian, but Arian agrees with me. Letting three teams out is nonsensical. So, uh, oh, you've you picked a good friend to get in, all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does. He, he takes the format to go back to the old way. I just think they need to let two teams out of the group. But uh, no, no, they can went, went and ruined one proper form. So that was in place. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, so Mount Melick, yeah, so coach and hold down James Keyes. So that is the equivalent of Mount Melick being without Dunnock Hartnett. Um, yeah. So that might, there might be that much in that, Mount Melick. No, I'll tell you what. I was well, the Mount only Mellick. thing is that coach and hold got to the final of Division 2 and Mount Melick were nearly relegated. So, yeah, but, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that you is that, That's your yeah. sense. And yeah. neither team would have been affected by county players, only Coach and Ho. And a medical lad was on to me saying that we shafted them in the rankings. And he, and he pointed out that as the rankings, Saturday's game is the top ranked intermediate team against the bottom ranked intermediate team. So, mm. um, you know, sure no, in that sense, like we have to back our own rankings and the algorithm because Coach and Ho have to win that. I wonder is it? I was in in Mount this evening at the match. And like the great, the great setup on the gate, uh, Sheila Burbage was there with the scanner thing. Keith Payne was on the gate, the car park and stewards and bibs, a good venue for a match. But the grass, you could have cut silage off it. Like, I don't know, was that deliberate? Like, I, I, I docked the marks now for the length of the grass for a hurling match, and um, maybe they're leaving it like that. It might suit them against the coach and Ho on Saturday. Coach and Ho. But, and that's that game. The Harps and Maldrat. Maldrat, Maldrat need a fire lit under them. You know, they've been dreadful the last couple of years, and they need to, they need to start picking it up. Like, they're a decent-sized town. shouldn't be in the third level. Yeah, I don't see them getting a whole lot better now, though. They do have very good reinforcements on the way, but they're at least another year 
away before they start getting these really good young lads through and then they do have a succession of teams so in the grand scheme of things it might do them no harm whatsoever to stay at this level for another year yeah, uh, yeah. rebuilding. I, I saw them twice in the league put up a decent show tonight I saw them against Van McGill yeah. uh, but they were well beaten by Fort Leach the first night I saw them so I think they're yeah. still a bit away from being okay. in the I actually don't. Do you know what? Apart from Cole Shanahan, I don't know who else I I, I pick out. Pick out of it, yeah. Uh, and the final game is Canad and Clock Balakala on Monday night. Monday night hurling. I think they're all going to the Ireland final on Sunday. So that was where, where are my where are my friends in Ballypicket? Are they in that grade? Oh, they are. They're playing. They're playing at half ten on Sunday morning against. We're going to that game. I'm going to that. <laughs> I, I can't remember who they're playing, but actually, I didn't even write it down. They're playing at half ten on Sunday morning in Valley. I know it's in Valley Pickets. Must be against Boris Kilcotton or someone. I'd say is it? It is. Yeah, it's against Boris Kilcotton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're going to that game. They, they. Um, Last time I was Valley in Valley Pickets, I needed a ticket for us back at the start of the That's post. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddy McQueen. Paddy McQueen will probably be sitting in the trailer doing the video on it. The commentary. They do a live live stream of all their games. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they do. Because yeah. even I was. They had, they had some league match and I was in more part of the game and I was able to look at the, the score of the league match and that commentary yeah. and, and the whole lot. Like, I don't look, they're another fantastic small club flying the flag, keep themselves going. They have won, like they won the junior A last year. I fell that they got in from the Tipperary, Kilkenny, Mike McHugh. Well, Mike McHugh is from Newport, I think, wasn't he? he he's excellent. He's yeah. really, really Yeah, good. I think they've been from Limerick this year. Mike Carr, I saw transfer to them. Oh. And I have to... I think I remember him playing with a hand. I don't know how he ended up in, in Baddy Pickus. I think it's I'm not sure if the same fella. I meant to check that out at the time. Um, but yeah, that's half ten. What a time for a championship match. Half ten at a Sunday morning. And I'm, you know what? I'm not complaining the slightest because no. I, I'd, I'd be happier if I get up very early. Like, I'd be happy if it was half six or seven o'clock in the yeah. morning. One would, you know. But uh, so we're going to go. That's for... a tough game. That's a tough game to call. I actually don't know who's going to win that. I mm-hmm. give Baddy Pickus half the sniff. I don't know what Boris Kukotsky's second team be like because they're going to be missing a few lads from their first team. They're going to have to pull fellas up like if they don't have yeah. Aaron Dunphy, for example. Yeah, and yeah, you, a few other you, lads would, you wouldn't know it then. They could be keeping lads for their third team or something. But anyway, it's very, very, yeah. very hard. And then Monday Night Hurling, Clannad against Clock Balakala in, in Balakala. So you're going to that one. You're a yeah, I'm going to that one. I'm a good, good old pals in Clannad, but I believe there's a bit of an injury and absentee crisis. So... Um, John Holland's in America. He's a massive loss for them. Ah, huge loss. He's as, as close to intercounty standard as you get. Big like Dan has fast. an injury as well, and and uh, Big Dan has something wrong with his arm. I think. I think I saw him in a sling or something. Yeah, broken wrist or a broken arm. Yeah. Um. So he he's a loss for them as well. So um, I think Balakala. I don't think they'll lose too many off their team. Looking at what's named, um, I think they'll hold on to the last fellas, and they probably have too much for them in that first game. But that great. That great, as I said, apart from Coach and Ho, I don't know who's going to come through um, alongside them. You know, I, I, I think it is open enough for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so that's that, that's all it does. So that's what this podcast is going to Friday morning. We'll be back. Um, we have a load of podcasts going to We won't do one Saturday morning. We're going to continue with the Thursday night, Friday morning ones after the games. And we'll do do another one, a uh, roundup one on, for, on a Monday. And then we'll be into football previews next week. Um and you can listen back to our we did our senior games with Arian earlier in the week. Just want to mention uh, this week, Leash today went through a fairly significant change. We um uh just want to chat briefly about this podcast is going out free to air, but the rest of, from now on, 
all our content is moving behind the paywall. We're moving to a subscriber-only model for our sports coverage at a cost of $6.99 per month. And it's a significant change for Leash today. We're set up five and a half years at this stage. Up to now, we've been advertising only revenue model which we've had you know we've we've got great base of supporters and advertisers but it's a volatile unpredictable credit-based industry that is very hard to um you know it's very very tricky it's very difficult there's no two ways about it uh, so we we have taken the decision to put in a, a subscriber only model and um it's 6.99 per month i think it's fantastic value alan you wouldn't get two cups of coffee for seven euro a month you wouldn't get you wouldn't get right. you wouldn't get one mouthful into a second pint of uh, beer for for seven euro a month. Um, it it's, it works out at about one sixty a week or or twenty three cent a day. So I do think it represents value. Yes, it is a change, and I accept that. And you know the cost of living is going up. Every all these things, but our costs are going up as well. It costs us now twice as much to even get to a match as it did previously, and we're not immune from these costs. So we've put it in, thought long and hard about it. Um. I uh, I left a full-time job to set up Leash today five years ago. Would you believe, Alan, I was more nervous this week about putting the paywall in place than I was about leaving the job and setting it up in the first place. But look, very humbling to see uh, subscriptions coming in um, and people, you know, signing up because we do provide a good service and, we, you know, we're, we're promising to make it even better and, and to continue. It's only on sport. Our news coverage remains free of charge. And Alan is actually doing house visits, house calls, going around helping people who haven't. So many, many places did you visit today, Alan? <laughs> I actually was was helping a member of the county board in the stand. They couldn't get their log or their, their app to work. So because we do have an issue with the app, um, when people try to log in, and I know many people have probably discovered this already, but when you try to log in at the bottom of the story, it it doesn't allow you to. You need to go back out. There's three lines at the top of your app. You click on those three lines. It'll bring you down to a page. And you can log in down there and it does work. Um, myself and Stephen are not technical wizards. We have people that we we employ to try and uh, do these things. And we have, we're trying to get them. They're trying to work on a solution because obviously I know myself, if I was using something and I clicked on the story and they told me this is where you're to log in. Well, that's where I'm going to try and log in. So we're just trying to get the message out there to people that that's and we're not also working. To, we're also trying to resolve that particular issue. And yeah. there will be glitches. Like we absolutely know there will be glitches. And we know it's, it's not something, it is a big change. But look, we want to thank people for who have signed up. Absolutely. Thank that's those people who have yeah. signed up. It, it is... It, I'd say you never thought, Alan, that people would be signing up to listen to you talking about hurling. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, say now of the, I'd say of the consideration for the people who are paying the six ninety nine. I'd say me, listening to me is down the bottom now of, of that. I don't know. I don't know. Look, it's a big change for us. Uh, bear with us as we sort of bed it in. Um, and uh, look, all we can do is promise, look, our, our prerogative is to keep Leash today as a service for the Leash community at home and abroad, protect the jobs that myself and Alan are in. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's um, a family run business. We're one of the only family owned media outlets in the country. And we're one of the only locally media outlet, locally owned media outlets in Leash. So look, appreciate your support. Um, we'll be at everything. We won't miss a kick or a poke of the action. And we're going to leave it at that. Over and out. Good luck. God bless. Goodbye. The Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters.